Thanks for downloading from Palace Radio. Join us for every home game on 12.78am and online through Palace Player. Hello and welcome to this special Palace Radio podcast recorded before the kickoff of the game against West Ham United here at Selhurst Park. We're going to be talking on the Palace in the Press podcast about the managerial situation here at Crystal Palace FC. I'm Chris Humphreys and joining me is my regular team, Rebecca Prout. Hello. Hello. Hello to Simon Lewis. Hello, Chris. And hello to Stuart Stone returning. Hi, Chris. So let's firstly talk about uh, the departure of Tony Pulis, which I think when it happened last Thursday was a bit of a shock at first. I was certainly surprised by it. But in truth, was it really inevitable that that relationship was always going to break down, Simon? It's all, it, it did feel like a bit of a bolt from the blue, didn't it? But, I mean, we've, we've had reports in the press over the season that things weren't quite as rosy as we might have thought between um, Steve Parrish and uh, you know, the board and Tony Pulis. And, you know, it's been rumbling on and whether it was inevitable or not, it's hard to say, obviously, because we don't know the full details behind Mm. his departure. But it's definitely not been something that's not been mentioned in the past. So, I don't know. I mean, it did still come as a shock, really. I didn't expect to see him leave, especially two days before the season started. You'd think that if Mm. there had been these problems, it would have happened sooner rather than later. But... um, yeah, it was, you know, you do do wonder if these have been problems that have been ongoing even since since you know January or, you know, what since he since he joined. But um, yeah, it's, it's still sort of hard to really contemplate what what went on there. Mm. Rebecca, you've got with you the current edition of the Croydon Advertiser, um, and I know you can't read too much into photographs, but you did note there is a picture there of uh, Steve Parrish and Tony Pulis. That's right, and they don't look. A press conference, so presumably last season, they don't look particularly comfortable together. It looks frosty, and there has there have been rumblings for a long time. I think possibly since Christmas, mm-hmm. that which obviously Tony Pulis had been only been the job about a month. But Stuart, there was all this talk of long term plans. Tony Pulis wanted to rebuild the club from top to bottom: the training ground, the academy, the stadium. But at the back of this, we have this apparent short termism. Yeah, I mean, it was quite interesting to read because um, all the way through the early part of the year and in the summer a little bit as well, you did hear Tony Pulis saying bits and pieces like, it's a, in terms of infrastructure, it's a championship club but we want to bring it up to the Premier League standards. And there was talk of a long-term plan in players you wanted to get in and things you wanted to do. But I mean, with these kind of rumblings going on in the background, you do, it almost gave an impression as if he did have a bit of a plan and it was cut short by poor relations and the rest of it within the club itself. So does the club need to learn something from, from the Tony Pulis affair or... Does it just need to turn around and accept? Unfortunately, this was always going to happen. He served a purpose in that he kept the club up. Move on. It it's difficult to say um, again without knowing the full details yeah. of, of what happened behind the scenes. But you know, you also look at the fact we've now had four managers in in a space of only a few seasons. You know, since we since, had George- well the current ownership, they have that. There's been a new manager in every calendar year. Yeah, it's that's alarming. That is it is alarming and. Again, sort of every single departure has been slightly different, but there's something not quite working correctly there. And you know, as men, as much as managers come into a club and speak about long-term planning, you start to wonder: Are they coming into this job expecting to be there for more than you know a season and a half? And because mm. there are so many clubs up and down the country that have that exact same reputation that if something goes wrong, you're gone. Or you know, are they starting to wonder if they're going to be able to get on with the board or not? It's it is it is alarming, absolutely. Just to have a record of losing a manager every calendar year, and it, when you think about people saying we're going to be planning long term, you start to wonder: Are they just saying that for the sake of it, and 
how much can you actually buy into it as a fan and think about the future with that manager at the helm it's it is worrying Certainly as a supporter, I noted one of the things Steve Parrish said, um, I think in his interview with uh, Gary Lineker on Match of the Day last Saturday, was he talks about how Tony Pulis wasn't necessarily buying into what they wanted to do, was I think the phrase he used. Even as a supporter, as a journalist, it doesn't really seem clear what they do want to do. I was going to say, I, d- I don't know what, what they want to do, because I, mean, I thought <laughs> I thought the whole club looked great. I mean, we, we were saying to each other last season that it felt that things were going in the right direction. You felt you could really look forward to coming and watching Palace, which is, hasn't been the case for a long time. No, no. And you felt that everyone was in tune with one of the players, the manager, the fans were there. And you sort of felt, wow, this is this is great. We've got sort of an us and them mentality. We're Crystal Palace and everyone else mm. is sort of like outside that. But so clearly if that wasn't what they wanted... <laughs> I don't know what is it's it's I mean, one of those I'm not sure well, I did note when um, obviously the clubs have sent out the letters with uh, renewals of season tickets and memberships and so on I've received my one and it is quite awkward actually that the first paragraph talks about not knowing another club with such a synergy between the owners the management the fans and the players well mm. something's happened there even whether that's just you know um, PR just PR spin or whatnot, but something's happened there that something's broken down I was going to say I mean does does that strike you that then it's come as a shock to them as well about Pulis because given the fact that it has been rumbling on in the press about him not necessarily being happy would it be that much of a shock to the club I mean I did I read Mm. reports from an insider saying that it was a shock that they know that they'd um, that Tony Pulis left Um, and that you know Steve Parrish had been been down at the training ground and though Though it hadn't, you know, they've never. I don't think they've had enjoyed the most positive of relationships, but they. There was a working relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently it came as a shock to them. But it would seem surprising if that were the case, given that it was. It has been sort of in the press Indeed. that it hasn't been perfect. Mm. Well, the club's got a lot to learn on many, many fronts. Of course, the current situation is the club are still searching for a new manager. Many, many things have gone on this week, and we we'll talk about those in just a few short minutes. Get in touch with us now. Tweet at Palace Radio. Email studio at palaceradio.co.uk. Text 079 100 60 919 or call 020 8653 5796. This is Palace Radio. Having a nightmare trying to scrub your oven or grill back to sparkling again? Get in touch with Eagle Eye Oven Cleaning, South London's cleaning specialists. Using a van-mounted dip tank, the oven door is taken off and the racks, grill, hobs and fan are booked using a specialist soap solution, bringing them back to looking brand new. Call us on 07947 76 43 57 or visit us at eagleeyeovencleaning.co.uk. Want to get your brand across to thousands of fellow Palace fans? Sponsor Palace Radio now. Email sales at palaceradio.co.uk Mmm, want delicious Napoli-style pizzas made fresh from local ingredients in our own wood-fire oven at your parties and receptions? Look no further than Pizza Street UK. Find us on Facebook or on Twitter at Pizza Street UK. Your sound of Selhurst, live from Selhurst Park on 1278am and online through Palace Player. This is Palace Radio. 
This is indeed Palace Radio. It's a special Palace Radio podcast being recorded before the home game against West Ham United here at Selhurst Park. Of course, Palace Radio brings you live coverage of all the home games here. And we're talking about the managerial situation at the club. And now moving on to the search for the new man to replace Tony Pulis and to try to build on what he started last season. And to say it's been a rocky ride doesn't even come close to summing it up, I don't think. To talk through the situation, the club highlighted their candidates involved. Uh, Tim Sherwood, the former Tottenham manager. Malky Mackay, the ex-Cardiff boss. There have been rumblings of Neil Lennon, the former Celtic manager. Ali McCoy, the Rangers boss, is being linked in the independent today. And there are many others. A, a, Cel- a Chelsea coach I've never heard of. I can't even remember his name, Dermot something or other. I've honestly never heard of him. This has been chaos, right? It, yeah, it's a bit of a circus at the moment, really, isn't it? Especially when you open up, <laughs> you open up a newspaper, or you know, you, you look at Sky Sports News or anything like that, or BBC, and you just see different names thrown into that all over the place. It's, <laughs> you're just wondering, you know, when, when when's my name going to be put in the hat? When what are my odds and everything? It's, well, there are quite clearly some people on social media who are just making names up mm. because these people, some of these people, cannot be real contenders. But, but Glenn, Glenn Hollow, of course, has been another name that has just well, turned, just turned down, it down, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So. Mm. And yeah, the one thing, the one person who isn't being considered is Keith Millen, it seems. Yes, and Keith Millen's made clear in his press conference down at the Beckham training ground this week that he wants the job. He's referred to today's game against West Ham and said that a win for the Eagles today gives him a good chance, mm. which is a positive thing. But it does sa- it sounds to me from Keith's comments that he wants it, but knows deep down he's probably not going to get it. Well, and I mean, I read... Um... I read an article by um, West Ham's manager Sam Allardyce um, the other day and he was sort of saying that Keith Millen would be a brilliant choice but he won't get it because of the fact that the board are looking for someone with you know, man- um, uh, experience in the Premier League either as a manager or a player and Sam Allardyce was saying that experience as a player in the Premier League means absolutely nothing mm. um, when it comes to managing in the Premier League and that Keith Millen's shown I think every time he's managed the club that he can get the players going and we love him players love him I don't see why he's not being considered even well, that was another quote again from uh, uh, Steve Parrish's interview on Match of the Day wasn't it about, I think his words were someone with intimate knowledge of the Premier League as either a player or a manager mm. Stuart do you think being having more knowledge of the league as a player helps at all I know there are plenty of cases of people who have succeeded people who have failed but well no not at all really I mean you've looked at the like some of the Premier League winners who've gone into management in the Premier League before Tony Adams Roy Keane you know and they've you know players they were top top draw champions in every level but they couldn't crack it at management in the Premier League and I just don't really think it's relevant really having the experience of the playing sense I mean Titus Bramble's got Premier League experience would would you trust him to manage Palace would you I wouldn't trust him to manage a car wash (laughs) And of course, the, the situation this week hasn't been helped by the allegations made in the Daily Mail, which we do have to mention. They, they, they can't be ignored. Um, it's a strange one that you know, it's another situation where nobody really saw it coming, and yet somehow everyone seems to have known about these allegations. Uh, and that's what I find hard to hard to fathom across across sports as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. cricket journalists seem to know about it. Football journalists seem to know about it. It's it's remarkable it's taken this long to come again, out. Of course, they are only allegations yes, at this of course, point. Yeah. But, yeah. And Ian Moody has left his post as sporting director. Uh, we don't know the goings-on of what Ian Moody's role was exactly here. I think that's that's another one where, regardless of, of what he may or may not have done outside of work or in a previous job, it also wasn't clear necessarily what his role was here. No. I mean, it's, it just seems like we've been slightly naive, but not that we were to know about any of this, it seems. Um 
Although it does, again, it begs the question as to if it was an open open secret amongst journalists, how how is it one that escaped the powers that be? Um, but these things happen in football, don't they? Sometimes these sort of have a, have a way of finding them, find themselves out at certain times rather than others. And sadly, it's sort of thrown our, well, our search for a manager and also our backroom staff into a bit of yeah. you know, chaos. Um, and it's something you wish you, we weren't being mentioned in the press for being involved in something, even though obviously the allegations relate to a time when they were at Cardiff as opposed to with yeah. us. But it's still sort of our name being put across with things you wish we weren't being put, um, put along with. Sky Sports News, uh, I think somewhat ridiculously, referred to Wednesday it was, the night the allegations come out, as the darkest day in Crystal Palace's history. I mean, that that is just some of the most ridiculous superlatives. So sensationalist. Which <laughs> well, we it weren't is, even it involved. Is, yeah. it's, well, it, it's, it's typical of their sort of uh, Premier League biased broadcasting. But regardless of that, does the club really come out of, the, out of these allegations too badly? Uh, I guess, you know, the fact that they were considering him maybe implies that they didn't do as much research, perhaps, or take into consideration previous allegations or whatever beforehand, but not as an institution, really, you know. I mean, they're still on the search for manager. I mean, perhaps the um, perhaps the um, most kind of incriminating thing, really, is just the way that the managerial research has panned out. You know, I think I read in Tim Sherwood's column, it's a three-horse race, it's at the Grand National. Yes, I you mean, know? this is, uh, Tim Sherwood is a columnist for The Independent on Saturday, and in his article uh, released today, it's, it's well worth a read, Palace fans, you can get it on The Independent's website, uh, and he's talked about why he's decided it's not for him, which I think he, he alerted Steve Parrish that on Thursday night. Mm. He said he went along for a private interview, and then before he knew it, everybody knew he was going for it. Mm. There's a lot to learn for the club, isn't there? I think Yes, there is. I think the way you handle a um, a search for a manager, and you know we're we're looking at managers now who are a bit you know a higher level of manager than we we're used to dealing with, and they clearly Tim Sherwood wanted to be felt feel like he was valued and feel like he was the front runner. Um, and there's something to be sort of said for if you have a candidate, identify your top candidate and pursue him rather than having this sort of cast net far and wide attitude, which. You know, clearly isn't conducive to getting getting people you actually want. Um, clearly, Tim Sherwood wasn't necessarily our first choice, which is why he he took he stepped back um, and decided not to pursue it. Um, and who can blame him, really? I mean, no one wants to take a job knowing that they were second choice, do they? No, no. Uh, final word on this, I think, is out of all the people still in the hat, so to speak, who would be your pick, Stuart? Um, I probably would. I, I quite like Neil Lennon, actually. I like him. Um, a lot, a lot like of Palace fans haven't been too enamoured with that suggestion on social media. No, I mean, I suppose he's, you know, I suppose Scottish football hasn't really been given the publicity it has done in the past. But I've looked at him at, looked at him at Celtic and always thought he's done a fantastic job up there. He's a very good man-manager. He knows the game inside out. He's adaptable. You know, he won those games against weaker sides as well as mixing it with the big boys in the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, for all the, let's be honest, the Scottish F S F S. I can't even remember what it's called now. They've changed names so many times. It's a joke. But this is also the same manager who has masterminded wins over Barcelona. Mm. And that's not to be underestimated. No, not at all. And especially in the in the Premier League where you are going to be coming up against, you know, Manchester City, Chelsea, Arsenal, being able to set up against those sort of teams and grind out a result as well as beating the t- teams that are going to be towards the lower end of the league. I think that versatility is something to be valued. Simon? I'd love to see Keith Millen get the job. I don't think he will. Um, I, I think he's just... For similar reasons, actually, to Stuart saying this about um, Neil Lennon, that I think that he has proven that he's a fantastic man manager. He can get the players all fighting for the same cause, and 
you know that that one nil victory away at Hull last year, um, last season. Sorry, when Hull were in very good form, and the yeah. only team that had beaten them at home at the time had been Chelsea, and we turned up and you know and got a one nil victory, and under Keith Mellon when you know shortly after a manager had left, it's it shows he can get the players play, and he's a Palace fan at heart. I know. I know it's I mean, a bit romantic, but... Going back to last season briefly, there is this narrative that Tony Pulis came in when the club was on its knees and turned it round and pulled us back to finishing 11th. But it is worth remembering, of course, that by the time he'd come in, Keith Millen had got us up to... I don't think we were quite outside the relegation zone, but we are certainly off the bottom of the table and confidence well, was Well, because some, some of the victories... That, well, no, the victory that um, Keith Millen got is has almost been attributed to Tony Pulis in, in the press and yeah, with, among yeah, fans but yeah. people seem to forget about the job that he did and that 0-0 was 0-0 against Everton at home yeah, was that under Keith Mellon as well which is we sh- where we should really have got a win and yeah. that, that was the only disappointment when we were leaving against Everton thinking oh that's a disappointing result yeah. it, you know that he is clearly he knows how to manage this, this team and I would love to see him get the job I don't think he will though no. Rebecca new manager if you, if you had to choose one do you know what? There's so many names floating around. I don't know. I think that's. I think that's the. I think that's to be honest. I think that is the way a lot of people are feeling at the moment. I mean, look, I mean looking at the Croydon advertiser, there's a whole length of a page list of different people doing it. And you know, Steve Clark, I wouldn't mind either. I think he did yeah, a good job it. at West Brom. I think that, he was very. My, that's my I, choice, I think he was very harshly treated by West Brom. Um, Steve Clark's my choice. Massively overachieved there. Um, but it is ridiculous just seeing a whole list of these people just in the hat. It, just be happy when they pick one really mm, I think that is the feeling yeah, isn't it yeah I think, that, I think that's the best way to round off there's more to come on this Palace Radio podcast with our lunchtime live presenters Chris Dixon and Jim Daly get in touch with us now tweet at Palace Radio email studio at palaceradio.co.uk text 079 100 60 919 or call 020-8653-5796. This is Palace Radio. Having a party or corporate function? Give Essential Entertainment a call now. We've been tailoring your events to exactly how you want them for the past 30 years with our mobile DJs, fun casinos and portable dance floors. Whether it's a birthday party for a loved one or a big company event, make it both memorable and stress-free with Essential Entertainment's prompt, polite and professional service. For more information, call us 020-84-6262-6 or visit essentialentertainment.com. Download all our best interviews now from palaceradio.co.uk or just search for Palace Radio in the iTunes store and press subscribe. Mmm, want delicious Napoli-style pizzas made fresh from local ingredients in our own wood-fire oven at your parties and receptions? Look no further than Pizza Street UK. Find us on Facebook or on Twitter at Pizza Street UK. Your sound of Selhurst, live from Selhurst Park on 1278am and online through Palace Player. This is Palace Radio. Yes, it is. Welcome to a new season here at Selhurst Park. Um, I'm joined, well, my name's Chris Dixon. I'm joined uh, by someone new, actually. Today we're starting a new season, new series with Jim Daly. Hello, yeah. I'm not that, I was here last season. I'm not that new. No. I'm still the same Jim Daly. In fact, this is a voice that people haven't probably heard on Palace Radio all that much for quite a while. So maybe I'm the new Your your voice or my voice? Yours. My voice. I do have new hair. I don't know if that counts as new 
Uh, kind of. It's I've got of, a hat on. So. You've got a beard as well. And, yeah. So, uh, that you always have a beard? Goes. You've always had a beard, haven't you? Well, uh, it's always been ginger? Since it's about, always been ginger. It, it has always been ginger, but yeah, since about seven. Since yeah. about seven? Okay, seven good. years old I had a beard, yeah. Good start to the show. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Solid. yeah, this is a lunchtime show. Um, It's been a mad summer, hasn't it? It has. It's been uh, interesting. Uh, Palace have been staying in the Premier League, obviously, which is good. It's, and, you know, I mean, the euphoria of last season is, is uh, it, well, it was continuing, wasn't it? And then it's just been ripped away from us. Mm, like, uh, a, like a plaster. Yeah. Like a, oh, oh, on the knee. Or, or on, on, yeah. yeah on one the, of those ones where, like, you're playing football yeah. uh, on the street and then and you fall it, over and graze your knee. Exactly. And, it, you know, it's, it's I, got a lot of hair in it as well. So it's kind of like a mini wax. And then you rip it off and yeah. it keeps bleeding. Yep. And then you put a new one on and it keep, you, you can't it, stop the bleeding. It, it just, it I just bleeding. can't stop the bleeding, no. Chris. And, and that is exactly what it's like being a Palace it fan is. in the last 10 days. Um, in the last 10 years. It, yeah, but it's, it's almost as though this, this last period has condensed that experience, isn't yeah. it? It's been This feels more like vicious. the Oprah show it than does. it does uh, the Palace Radio. It, it, it has been show. referred to as, a, as an in, quite an intense episode of the Crystal Palace soap opera. Um but we're going to ignore okay. that to a certain extent, and, okay. we, and we're going to talk about signings. Yeah, good. We are. You're doing all the hand gestures, which I, do I not am. work on radio. Yes, they do. <laughs> they they make my voice different. If I didn't do the hand gestures, then yeah. I, I would speak differently. I'd become more dull. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, yes. New so players. who's in? Uh, so new players, Palace have signed Breda Hangerland on yes. a free transfer from Fulham. Good uh, 33 years old, centre-back, tall, Yep. not much hair, No. Uh, not very good looking. Uh, they've signed Fraser Campbell from uh, Cardiff City at Striker. 900,000, uh, wasn't it? What's I heard it was 600,000. Uh, I think it's flexible. Uh, uh, former Cardiff, Man United, Sunderland, Spurs, just about everyone, Striker. Um, I would say an upgrade on Cameron Jerome. Sort of plays the source the same way. Uh, sort of puts himself about up front, uh, but it's got a bit more to him. Full of effort. Not as so much around him as, as regards strength, but... One would do hope you, a do better need, finisher. Do you need the strength? Would be my question. If you can kick it role. in the goal when you've got the opportunities, and Cameron Jerome did have plenty of those last season. Yeah. Then Fraser Campbell's uh, goal-scoring record isn't quite. Uh, you know, it's, it's again, it's he's like a Jerome. You know, mm-hmm. he sort of plays that role, runs the channels, yep. holds the ball up, yep. hassles defenders. You know, I went to the Augsburg friendly in Germany. Really? That's that's another story. Uh, we. Uh, well, we drove. We did a road trip basically, okay. and uh, left at one in the morning. Got uh-huh. the uh, Eurostar over. Drove through France. And See, then... you're doing the hand signals now. You oh, were doing yeah, a little, yeah. a little. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got stuck in traffic uh, and uh, missed the first ten minutes. Uh, then went to buy a ticket. Uh, couldn't buy a ticket. Had to go to a cash point. Uh, missed the first half an hour. Uh, first half. Anyway, what was I saying? Fraser Campbell uh, looked good in that game. <laughs> Uh, sorry for the tangent. And uh, again, look good at Arsenal. Putting okay. himself about was, was working hard. The other signing is... Um, uh, who was our last signing? Uh, Martin Kelly. Martin Kelly. The who right came back. in on the day that Pulis left the club. And in his, oh, yeah. interview, in his interview, he said he was looking forward to working with the new manager. He knew a lot about Pulis. Yeah. And, uh, and he was you know, looking forward to a new start, a new club. Um, after, you know, he'd shown a lot of promise at Liverpool, got himself injured and, and just couldn't get back into that side. It's a bad first day at the office. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it's a really like, bad what, first day. What have I done? <laughs> but I thought he looked good at Arsenal. Yeah. I thought he looked very solid. Uh, shaky. Tall. Shaky, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, he's tall. Yeah. Um, in fact, yeah, so two out of our three signings are tall. We, we've Can got... he read anything into that? Don't know. 
I think you can. Okay. I think that might be the type of player that, that, that you know, our uh, now ex-manager. Yeah. And if you believe the numbers on the bookies might well be our new manager. Um, uh, was looking for. I th- but I thought he had a shaky first 10 minutes, but he really then settled into that right-back role mm-hmm. and, and, and looked really good. Uh, and I think it'd be a good signing. There might be more defenders on the way in, uh, potentially, uh, but I think uh, someone like Martin Kelly is perfect. Someone, again, and this is this sort of happened with the players last season, players that have got something to prove. Yeah. You know, Kelly's got some sort of fizzled out at Liverpool, something to prove. Fraser Campbell got relegated, wants to prove he can still play in the Premier League. Sure. Breda Hangeland never got that move to a big club, but wants to prove that he can still do it. And at also the top spent flight. a lot of last season out with injury as well. But he yeah. came back and he did look I mean, fit. people are saying he's a bit too old, you know. And I would say, as a man who's just. just uh, past 30 the 33 is not old it is a young <laughs> you're a young man still if he can still if he's still got that bit of pace that he needs to get back or if he doesn't if he's got the experience to know that he's not even going to get himself in trouble in that position well then... that, I'm glad you said that yeah. Chris Dixon uh, because uh, I wanted to talk about his defending for Koscielny's goal against yeah. Arsenal because yeah. he, he scored the goal to put Palace 1-0 up and yeah. it was a if you watch the replay, beautiful movement. Mm-hmm. Sort of ran from the back of the box. Yeah. Lost his man perfectly. Brilliant corner. Nodded it in. I mean, it, I, I imagine it's, we'll it see a lot of those goals this season. It was a lovely flick as well, wasn't it? You beautiful, know? yeah. And I think, I'm hoping that he'll be doing that a lot this season and be up for corners. But uh, end of the first half, it's he... like Leon Court all over again. Ah, oh, there's, a, there's a name. There's a memory. Um, <laughs> lost his man, though, for the equaliser. It was yeah, sort of a deep did. ball in. And he just... It was almost like he didn't quite know Koscielny was there. And next thing you know, because well, he only was post. well outside, wasn't he? And he kind of like he, he dropped forward and cut round the back of the defence to sort of to drop in onto that that yeah. pinpoint Sanchez yeah. ball. But you'd be thinking the whole reason we got someone like Hangerland is because you think he, he he's good at marshalling that defence, mm-hmm. and he just sort of lost his head. And and it happened at the end of the game, and it wasn't obviously Hangerland wasn't uh, oh he wasn't a damn enough injured, but. Again, it's two mistakes. It's it was two second little phase mistakes. play after the set piece, second wasn't it? Phase wasn't play. it? Yeah, that sounds very American. That sounds like American football. Sorry, um, but that's, that's all it was at Arsenal. Two, two. I mean, they were great for the whole game. It's just two mistakes, and then before you know it, you're uh, you've lost the game. And yeah. despite putting in ninety minutes of incredible effort, it was a which fantastic. We can all be proud I still of. think it was a fantastic performance. I mean, we haven't had a showing like that against Arsenal on their patch. Well, possibly since I've been alive. So, how, how old are you? Um, I wouldn't want to say specifically how old I am. Can I guess? Yes. Uh, 20. Excellent. That's fine, Dave. <laughs> okay, good. I, just I know it. So, I know it's 30. Um, okay. So, <laughs> we've, had, we've actually had four signings. Yes. Because we signed a goalkeeper called Chris Kettings. Yes. Who uh, apparently is a real man, but I literally have never seen him. Okay. And I don't know if he actually exists. Um, but apparently he is a person. Um, so we've signed a third string goalkeeper. We've signed a ghost goalkeeper. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, he's third, exactly. Third string goalkeeper. Okay. I, 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 he's not, I don't think he's going to get anywhere near the team. But you never know. You have injuries sometimes or whatever. So. We'll see, right? So, who's to come in? Uh, this is the thing. We've got two weeks left. And of no the boss. Window. No manager. Uh, but that does, these days, that doesn't stop club signing. No, it's not like the old days. These yeah. days, it doesn't stop you signing players. We've also lost our director of football as well. Let, let's look at the positive, Chris. Let's not talk about Yes. Let's look at the... You're, you're, you're looking at the negatives. I think we are there, frankly. You're looking at the negatives. And I feel, like, I feel like this is like good cop, bad cop, and I'm being the positive one. So... I'm sorry. You're welcome. Um, we've got... Well, the big news is that Wolf Zaha might be returning. Uh, Huge. To Selhurst Park. Um, which I think, given everything that's happened in the last 10 days or so... Would be just what the club needs. It'd it be would be a huge fit, lift. Yeah, exactly. It? Perfect fit. We need another winger. 
So, so it's not just a luxury signing. We actually need a winger for places, isn't it? And that's exactly. a little bit of what we're lacking. I mean, we do actually have uh, two first-team wingers at the moment, mm-hmm. and yeah, like you say, there needs to be competition. Wilf is an excellent player. We all know that. It feels like Palace fans are the only ones that really know that at the moment because everyone else has just seen him at United and just struggle. We know how good he is, how good he can be. He's, yeah. he's quality. He's, he's, he's absolute quality. He's a secret. He's still a secret, isn't he? To a certain <sighs> I, don't, I don't know if he's a secret. I, I feel like people think he's a flop already. And, and maybe that's perfect for him. Maybe that's perfect for him to come back and be like, look, I'm not a flop. I'm we, actually amazing. We do like people with a point to prove. But it would be a huge lift. But he's and, but he's still young shoulders, isn't he? You know, so young shoulders. Is that a phrase? Shoulders, yeah, he's I don't still think ha- that's a phrase. He's still a young a young man with old shoulders, an old man. He's with, a young a man young with shoulders. He's got shoulders. A, a, he has shoulders. He's a young man with shoulders. There might be some weight on those shoulders. Oh, is that what you're trying yeah. to say? Yeah, he's got young, heavy shoulders. Old weight on heavy shoulders. Yeah. doesn't make sense. It doesn't, does it? Basically, anyway. if Wilf came back, that'd be huge for the club, given everything that's happened. It'd be a massive lift. It'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, it would it would just be big. And I think he would be the sort of player that would keep us up. <laughs> Left if, back. If that makes sense. Do we still need one of those? Uh, Is Joel Ward happy ideal, at that place? Well, I, I've, in an ideal world, no, you'd want Joel Ward at right back, yep. I think. I mean, he's Joel Ward's so good that he can play anywhere. I if mean, the fact Joel that, Ward is at right back, where does Martin Kelly go? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, apparently Martin Pe- Kelly can play centre back. He can. So he's covered for centre back, maybe, uh, depending on injuries or whatever. Uh, you know, Joel Ward is so good that he kept when both left backs were fit last season. He kept them both out of the team. Yeah. Like he's that good. Yeah. But uh, you ideally, you want him at right back. So yeah, potentially left back. But I mean, who who's available? Um, we went after. I don't know if we went after, but Ryan Bertram was linked. Yep. He's gone. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Cole. Some people were talking about that was never going to happen. That, I think that was a name mentioned, but uh, yeah, if he finishes his career at his club like he said he might do as a 19 year old, then, yeah. yeah, I don't know uh, if there are actually any decent left backs uh, that are worth getting. I mean, maybe it's just a case of sticking Joel Ward out there, but Daryl Murdoch's in the studio and we haven't even spoken oh, to him yet. <laughs> It's because it's because I, he was behind me. Yeah. Okay. And sorry, Daryl. I did behind you. There, Jim, sorry, mate. Thing. You say about Ashley Cole. I mean, he, he seems to be on the fringes of the Roma squad. You've seen uh, those very pictures good. of him hiding, very good. Uh, looking very awkward on the end. So maybe there is a way of getting him in. But I think that you know Joe Ward can literally play anywhere within yeah. reason, and you know he does it very very well. And if if um, he goes back to the right back slot, you know I don't see Martin Kelly getting in the side ahead of him no. at any stage. As you say, Martin Kelly, very versatile player, can play at centre back. You talked about his height earlier on. You know, he's a player that that could slot in there if uh, we have injuries. We've already got Scott Dan out for this game, I believe. So we're going to have to go back to Delaney and Hangeland today. That's how it's looking. So you know, Kelly could slot in there if we did have another injury in that position. Uh, Joel Ward, I believe, played centre midfield last season. He did uh, a yeah, couple when, of times as well when, when KG, KG wasn't, was out. Um, wasn't around. Obviously, he's no longer at the club, but you know, he can slot in there. I think he could also play maybe. As an attacking player, he's got good pace and he puts yeah. a good ball into the box as well. Which Mariapa? is what he can probably finish better than Cameron Jerome as well. That's true. Mariapa. So can I. Mariapa. Mariapa. You just any question? Well, you know. He's, oh, do, he's, do he's, I think he's, he he's play? a defender at the club, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you know, he's done all right. Yeah, yeah. Could I mean could Joel could Joel Ward? He's so good in every position. Could Joel Ward be the new manager? He could be the new manager. I, I mean, one of us could be the new manager. Let's not give him too much to know. concentrate I think on. I might, I think I might be second favourite for new manager at the moment, the way well, it's going. I actually going, had a so. look at the, uh, the odds earlier on, Jim, and uh, obviously at the moment, Neil Lennon is favourite. This yeah. is with uh, William Hill, 7-4. to four. Other bookies Tony are Pulis, available. Uh, other bookies are available, and if they want to sponsor the station, by all <laughs> means. But uh, Tony Pulis at 4-1 to one, uh, to replace himself. I'm not sure if a manager's ever replaced himself at a club. Steve Clark, 9-2. to two. Keith Millen, the caretaker manager, 6-1. to one. Dougie Friedman at nine to one. Discuss. Wow. 
Um, I don't want to. How much time don't we have? Um, yeah, I, I'm a bit irritated by the whole manager situation. If only from a point that I lost money twice on it. I saw the odds shorten on Tim Sherwood and threw a tenner on it and went, okay, fair Did you enough. buy a gilet as well? Never bet, never bet I, I, on the gilet. Yeah, never. The club shop's in trouble because they've got an over, <laughs> overstock of baseball caps and now they've over-ordered <laughs> on gilets as well. So it's bad times for the, the merchandise in there. Oh uh, dear. Well, at least hopefully there was nothing appropriate to buy for Mackay then. But <laughs> I, yeah, and then I, I put money. Mackay was almost announced as manager. It came yeah. up on Twitter, so I thought I'd lay off. Yeah, on 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 Tim. Sherwood. What you're saying is, and never lost... follow one of any of your betting tips. No, well, they weren't. They wasn't going to never follow anyone else's <laughs> either. Good. Don't bet ever. Good. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, that's been an interesting chat. I mean, stuff's always developing around Palace, isn't it? Yeah. So, and that's been and an interesting stuff, summer and stuff to develop. We would hope as well. There you go. Right. Uh, good. So that's us, isn't it? Really yep. for now. Um, we're gonna come back very shortly uh, with some very special guests. Get in touch with us now. Tweet at Palace Radio. Email studio at palaceradio.co.uk. Text 079 100 60 919 or call 020 8653 5796. This is Palace Radio. Having a nightmare trying to scrub your oven or grill back to sparkling again? Get in touch with Eagle Eye Oven Cleaning, South London's cleaning specialists. Using a van-mounted dip tank, the oven door is taken off and the racks, grill, hobs and fan are booked using a specialist soap solution, bringing them back to looking brand new. Call us on 07947 76 43 57 or visit us at eagleeyeovencleaning.co.uk. Want to get your brand across to thousands of fellow Palace fans? Sponsor Palace Radio now. Email sales at palaceradio.co.uk Having a party or corporate function? Give Essential Entertainment a call now. We've been tailoring your events to exactly how you want them for the past 30 years with our mobile DJs, fun casinos and portable dance floors. Whether it's a birthday party for a loved one or a big company event, make it both memorable and stress-free with Essential Entertainment's prompt, polite and professional service. For more information, call us 020-84-62626 or visit essentialentertainment.com. Hello, uh, you're listening to Palace Radio 1278am. We're back. We have two very special guests in the studio. Uh, we'll get to those shortly. But, Jim. Yeah. How's it going? I'm good. Was that a good advert break? I was good, Did you I, have I fun? Was good two minutes ago. Yes, I had a lot of fun. Excellent, yeah. yeah. Thanks, mate. I'm stood up. Thanks for, the, thanks for just, you know, caring about me. I care. I appreciate it. I care. You're a caring man. Well, I want to know that you're happy. Thanks, man. Because if you're happy... I don't think anyone's been that nice to me <laughs> in the last <laughs> life. Well, we need a thanks, bit of kindness mate. around the club at the moment, don't we? Yeah, we, we do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you and I can be like sort of new kindness officers around <laughs> the club. Just, <laughs> just going around and be like, are you okay, buddy? Are you right, okay? Mate? Are you all right, mate? Keep smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Let's do a lot of that. I think we just created a role for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So, anyway, as we said, two very special guests in the studios. We have two crystals here. Hello. 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 Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Bronya, and I'm the head coach of the crystals. The head coach of the crystals. And you've brought in... One of my newbies. This is... So, I'm Jay. Hello, and Jay. I'm a new crystal. You're a new crystal. I have. So, the crystals... We, club has new signings. Yes. You have new signings. Yes, we do. So, are you... So you no, we're not going to say beefed up the ranks, are we? 
that's a very bad thing to say. It doesn't, doesn't work, does it? But you've, you've, you've brought new blood in. Yes, it's always good to have a fresh start, new okay. season, new girls, new kit. Yeah. A bit like the you know the boys have new kit, we have new kit. It's just exciting, really, yeah. to get some new girls in. There's some still still some old girls. We've got rid of everybody. <laughs> so you've got that mixture so, of youth and experience that's exactly. so necessary. Youth is the key word, especially okay. for me. I like that. <laughs> Well, it is me as well. Yeah, Jim doesn't know how old I am either. Does he? No, I'm still not sure. <laughs> no, never, Ages never ask 40. a gentleman how old he is. No. Um, <laughs> I'm old as well. Um, how do you go about getting new signings? Um, there's a number of ways. We do hold auditions. Um, do you have an agent, Jay? An agent? Yeah. Are there I any fees that go Sharon? in? <laughs> so, so there aren't any like hard negotiations that have to go on with like back um, and forth. There's we a don't little, have to. There is a little bit. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. There's some things there's you have things, to do. Yeah. Rules and regulations. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple of ways. So we do auditions, obviously, and we tweet about them, and we try and get you know people that maybe aren't dancers to come along, okay. or they've done you know had a bit of dance experience, because obviously that is primarily what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we get girls just to come along to training to okay. see how they get on, because our training is a bit harder than people would imagine. I think. Um, I, uh, I can confirm that. that <laughs> have you that, trained that, as a yes. crystal? Yeah, did you not? I, yeah. I once danced with the crystals. I think it's fair to say that out of all the guys that did it, I was definitely the best. Yeah, obviously, you know. Is no that, one believes that. <laughs> Should we reset that challenge? Uh, I, Didn't you wear a skirt for that? Yeah, they wore kit yeah, and everything. I've, st- I've yeah. actually still got it. I quite like your kit, actually. The new one? Yeah, definitely. The new one is pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah been revealed on Soccer AM this morning. Yeah. We don't have it on at the moment. Okay. We have our uh, training kit and arrival Okay, so that's kit training kit. Training so kit I wouldn't necessarily kit. have to wear those leggings. You'd no. have to wear a sports bra. Would I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does anyway. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> let's leave that hang for a sec. Well, actually, no, let's not. Let's put me in a sports bra. So, um, yeah. So, how... But when do you get these people in? Because obviously, you know, it takes when? a lot. Yeah, so it takes quite a lot of time well, to get a player into the squad and playing nicely with everyone yeah. else. You know, what's <laughs> your position well, with this player analogy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, obviously, you know, we finish in May when the when the boys finish their season as well. But we continually train throughout the summer because okay. we do need to bring new girls in. Okay. We need to keep training, need yep. to keep dancing. You know, new dances. I need to choreograph new stuff. Mm-hmm. And so do you work of that over the summer and then it, that goes on throughout the season or do yeah, you, do you come out stop. with, okay, so you don't come out with new dances before each game. You can't think, well, well, there's obviously we've trained for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, some dances that we've been doing for a little bit of training. Um, but there are new dances put in every, every, every game. There's a new dance. Yep. So, you know, there's not that much time sometimes between games, so the girls may only have one training session to learn a dance, and then mm-hmm. the next week it's out on the pitch. Okay. Get it done. And of course, you do other stuff, and you're not just full time crystals, right? Uh, no. Jay's not. <laughs> I would probably say that mine is 90% full time. Wow. Just purely because, you know, choreographing, yeah. looking after the girls, yeah. making sure they're all, all okay in the week. Um, I'm a dancer anyway, yeah. so. I so it all kind it of fits in. Yeah, just mix it around. Everything. This is no hobby for you. No. This, this is, is life. This is life. Palace Crystal is Palace life. has taken over my life, but I wouldn't have it any other way. There must be plenty of people who are envy who envy you that. Ah, I don't know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Do any people come up to you and go, Oh Bronya, you're so lucky? Um a lot of Palace fans, you yeah. know, um 
because I think sometimes maybe we take it a little bit for granted that we go out on that pitch mm-hmm. and that's a big thing. I mean, especially today for Jay, she's yeah. been a fan for years and now she's going to be on the pitch How's dancing. that feel, Jay? It's quite emotional, actually. I feel a bit sad. Okay. I'm really, really excited, but a bit sad not to actually be in the stands with everyone. So, But you'll get to see the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Okay. But so you're moving away from that, that kind of ritual that you had as a fan yeah, into something completely different. Yeah, not sitting with my dad different. anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a daddy scale. So, so, yeah, it's actually quite... Sad, yeah, but it's it? emotional in like an exciting way, and right. in that it's you get a bit closer to the club. And after being a fan for so long, it's nice to see another side of it. What's the it's buzz really like good. when you get on the pitch? It's indescribable, really, because yeah. especially today, you know, I'm quite nervous today. Yeah. I do get nervous because I've always got this thing of if you don't get nervous, then why are you doing it? That always kind of spurs me on in anything I do, like dancing, whatever. Um, Obviously, the noise that the fans make is incredible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, today's West Ham, so it's probably going to be even noisier, mm-hmm. which is lovely for the ground, but maybe not so much for us when we need to hear our music. But we'll just sing along and, you know, get on with it as we always do. But it's, you know, you can't describe the feeling walking out when everyone's cheering, chanting all the chants, and it's, it's undescribable. It's brilliant. So you've got something there in front of you do you want to describe what you brought in to show us okay uh describe it yeah (laughs) can i not just say what it is yeah okay it's a medal (laughs) (laughs) it's a medal uh that i got um, a couple of sundays ago for doing the prudential ride 100 okay so you're a bit of a cyclist then well i guess i am now so is that is that your that's your like other thing other than crystal palace uh, it is now. Right. I only started cycling in April, so... Okay. Um, there's a bit of a story behind it. I had an injury a couple of years ago with my foot, which meant I couldn't do the London Marathon. Right. Tried to do it for a couple of years. Doctors are like, no, you can't run anymore. Yeah. And I've raised all this money for charity, because obviously tweeting about it and getting everyone to donate for my marathon cause. Okay. I was like... I need to do something. I'm really frustrated. Contacted my charity. They said, we've got this, this and this. What do you want to do? Oh, I'll do a 100-mile bike ride. That's nothing. You know, that's fine by me. And then, oh, my gosh, you know, the uh, the training is so hard, especially because you're on your own. Mm-hmm. I did go on a, a cycling training ride with uh, Rodu Sue, Robert yeah, Sutherland. Rob, yeah. He helped me out. Is he he's, a bit of a pedal? He, pedal he, as well? He's a big fan of okay. uh, cycling. Good. Yeah. So he, big, good thighs <laughs> and calves. Yeah. So yeah, Apparently. he gave, he, he well, gave me some uh, good uh, tips, and he's been really a real big help with mm-hmm. it all. Um, but on the day, just little old me on my bike with the biblical rain. Yeah, it it was wet. Just a bit. It was wet. Bit of an ice bucket challenge for six hours, really. <laughs> Combining so, the two things. Yeah. So, um, but no, best experience of my life. Cycling is well hard. I did a the Robert E Memorial Fund mm. bike ride. Brian, you don't uh, realise how hard it is until you do it. I literally had hadn't been on a bike in about ten years and just rocked up and yep. got on this bike. It turns out that you need one training. Yep. Two. Those padded shorts. Padded shorts. Oh, very it's essential. Yes. And padded it's also shorts. important not to wear anything underneath the right. padded shorts I didn't know any well. of this. I yeah. just up. <laughs> it's, it's just pad. Rob, Otherwise, it gets very uncomfortable. Rob um, lent me some shorts. Yeah. Nice. I, don't, I probably shouldn't have worn them. Nice. And no. uh, I, I got halfway through. It was 50-mile bike ride. I got to 25 miles. And I, I my legs were so sore. Yeah. Like, my thighs are so... It's re- a very I Yeah, I did a training ride and was like, right, I'm going to cycle to Box Hill and I'm going to go up Box Hill before <laughs> I have to do it. 
And I did it. Yeah, I got enough. up That's the top. Training. Yeah. It, might, it might have been a snail's pace, but yeah. I got up that hill. <laughs> and then we didn't it do is, it. It is a real, real challenge. Then we challenge. didn't do it, though. So, got, what, yeah. Well, so, yeah, but then at least you say you've got the experience of doing Box Hill. Yeah, exactly. I did that in my training just because I was like, right, I need to see what I'm up against here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another hill in the race as well. Well, it's not a race, it's a sportive endurance thing um, called Leith Hill, which apparently is even worse and you do that before you do Box Hill on the mm. on the ride. Thankfully, I say, I shouldn't really say this, but we didn't have to do it on the day because the weather was so bad. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen my tweet. I put a tweet out the other day saying if I reach £2,000 by, I think it's a couple of weeks' time, my page closes, I will sign up to do it again next year. Cool. There you go. So, um, so get tweeting, up. guys. Yeah. Donate. Should we do it as well? Yes. No. There is no way I'm yes! doing it. Absolutely no way. All right, get those no padded way. shorts on. I will. I will be the guy in the car with the okay. bikes on top. Yeah, you can be like my. Yeah, just guys, hand me great. gels. Hand me gels yeah. and give me a bottle. Go, 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 and then go. just what you do then is you do what Mark Cavendish was doing. And hold on side. Okay, we'll do that. We can cheer you on. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. So team effort. Wicked. I'll shake on that. Oh, it's official. All right. Yep. No, because it's my job. It's my job. See, not you. See, just you work with Crystal Rob. Palace and cycle. I teach. Just, just I speak. teach people to ride bikes oh, for a living. So, so why have you not done it? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was Chris. marshalling a ride. Nah. Oh yes, poor yeah. excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, <laughs> poor excuse. It is actually. You yeah. have to do it. Honestly, though, no, best I've, I've, best experience of my life. I was so emotional going through all the towns and. It was actually quite lonely because I wasn't cycling but with the, anyone. The, but you are getting, you, you, you know, it's like the London Marathon, isn't it? You get cheered oh, along yeah. the route by people. Did it's you great. did you put your name on the back of your bib? Fr- yeah. So front. people are going, come on, Bronya! Well, yeah, I think they tried to say Bron because I had Bron <laughs> on it. Because Bronya's just awful to read. They're like, Bronia, Bronia. <laughs> so just Bron. Um, yeah, I had a few, you know, shouting out and that. But it's quite lonely. The London Marathon is all really happy and chatty. But yeah. No well, obviously, you, you, could, you, a, you could put. It's you could a quicker put, pace, um, isn't it? It is. Well, it is a quicker pace. You yeah. could put something really cool on the front, like Legend or like Queen yeah. Bronya. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, Queen Bronya. Yeah. Like, yeah, I am the Queen. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That could, you know, come on, Legend. Do Jim. A, a time about three oh, and a half minutes mu- quicker. I had my music on, so I was just probably yeah. a bit like just a in the zone singing away. I was singing. Frozen, let it go, and I think I'll be too out you know, a bit of Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, I just sang away. That, that just makes it more difficult, doesn't it? That's no, it it takes the the, the brain frozen. away from the pain. You, yeah, is that a good cycling song? Well, yeah, because the rain was coming down, yeah. so I was like, uh, the cold yeah. never bothered me anyway. Nice, good. Okay, I, I'm shaking <laughs> on it now. I'm guessing I have to sit. What, have you got Have you got the bug now? Then yeah, well, totally. Is that a thing? Does that happen? This. This is like my new fitness thing. I yeah. don't need to go to the gym. I just get out on my bike and cycle. Yeah. Don't forget to stretch. Always stretch. <laughs> well, you're a dancer, aren't you? Aren't you? So yeah. you're going to do that anyway. So um, every <laughs> week, every home game, every home game, um, we've got a little surprise for you. So we're hoping oh, to feature gosh. like maybe one or two crystals. Okay. okay, now because of your cycling proclivities. Oh, right? gosh. Good, um, good use of the word. I don't even know what that means, yeah, what but good, that mean? good word. It doesn't matter what it means. It just I just used good. it anyway it sounded, really it sounded good. right, yeah, so it it's fine. Yeah, I think you just make it yeah. up. Yeah. I could make up. Did you make that up? Is that a made-up word? I'm not that clever. No, no. I, I know. know. Okay. Yeah. I know you're not. Okay. So, we've got a physical challenge for you. Physical. A physical Let's challenge. Physical. Physical. Exactly. Now, that's a good cycling song. All right, so. Put it on my playlist. 
I've got to get off microphone to sort this out okay. because I'm that unprepared. Okay, go, so go, I'm gonna, go, go, I'm gonna go. sort of. Do you want me to? Uh, do you want me to introduce the challenge, Chris? Oh no! Oh, so God. what I've done? What he, Chris, oh so Chris has, got, uh, Chris has got a Chris has got a bicycle wheel. My bicycle. Oh, you're not going to make me change a tire. No. I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking, what can I make Bronze well, Bronya do with a bicycle thing. wheel? Well, this is the thing on on the uh, ride. <laughs> I can blow it up. That's fine. Yeah, but it's timed. On the ride, they have people that help you change your tyre. So nice. I was like, I don't need to learn how to do that. <laughs> if only the people to do that throughout everything in life. Yeah, just oh, have someone there. So basically, Bron, no. Bron, your no. challenge is going to be to, uh, he's let the air out the tyre, oh, to pump up the tyre as quickly like, as possible. We actually timed Chris earlier. Gosh. So you've got to see if you can do it quicker than Chris. I went to the Chris. gym yesterday and did like arms and everything. There you go, so that's not... perfect. Yeah, but my arms hurt now. <laughs> okay, space hang on, here. I need to get my timer ready. I think okay. you need to take some pictures of this as well. This is the... Uh... Okay, we, on, we are ready to do go. I, do I get to know how quickly he did it? No, or not? Oh, not, not until afterwards. How do you know when it's done? Like... Okay, okay, so I don't know. <laughs> I literally have no idea. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Chris, are you making sure that everything is is good? Are we okay. all? So are you? You're the adjudicator for this. Yeah. Chris? So you've got to put your foot on there. Uh, it's going to fall over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ronya. Yeah. Up to you. That's oh, your choice, your lunch. style. Okay. Lunch okay. Going on. Go, she's going for the lunch. All right. So we want basically that needle to be on that seven there. So seven bar pressure. That's how I ride. Okay. So as quick as you can. Three, two, one, go. Push, push, push. Come, Come on, Bronya. Come on, push, 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 push. Good, push. This is good. Oh, this is genius, radio. Oh, yeah, 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 that was well a done, thing. Bronya. That was impressive. Uh, can confirm, <laughs> uh, Warm up, Jan. You're definitely a bike person. Well done. Um, your time, Bronya, was 22 seconds. God. Chris's time earlier was 10 seconds. Oh, oh yeah. really? Uh, yeah, I, I yeah feel, but I have I, to say, yeah. I only got told to push it all the way down to the bottom halfway through. And also, he didn't do it in a studio. I didn't. Oh, so that's cheating. Uh, it is. So uh, we'll I to, would say a draw. Well, I, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And we need to work the rules out, don't we? It's a trial and error yeah. situation. And yeah, we do. Exactly. Yeah. But there you go. The first challenge of the season each week. Uh, it, won't we just, okay. it won't just be pushing up a bike tire Good every guys. week. <laughs> We're even. Yeah, the bike, that could get dull. So first challenge of the season is a draw. Yeah, it is. There you go. Well so done. no one, no, no one wins. No one wins. No, but that's okay. We're well, all about. We can technically win. We're all, we're all about like sharing. But, but the um, uh, what's the word? Um, you've got to do it like not in the. Yeah. No. Space, I, yeah, exactly. So yeah. And that's not. You were restricted by door level, and all sorts of things. Field. Well, we should that's have sent point. you outside, shouldn't we? We should have sent you outside. We'll know for next time. So okay. There you go. Well, that was the first challenge, and okay. I think it went it went well. Good so okay, just to finish off then, um, what are you going to be dancing to today? Is that a secret? Is that it's something? It's not really a secret, but it's kind of always been a thing that we don't. Um, you don't reveal. We don't really reveal it till we dance. Is that because no one's asked you to? Not really. We All just right. kind of keep it a bit of a surprise because everyone, <laughs> you know, everyone has an opinion on on music and maybe our style of music that we dance is not Fair everyone's enough. taste. So you is don't it, want it people. Be let it go from frozen. It might be a remix. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so that fits in with your summer. No. No. 
And well, you got a lot, not... you got a lot of new faces in today as well. Yes. How many new faces? Oh, sounded weird. I'm not two, sure three, actually how many of us there are. Four, five, six. I think okay. six new faces. Cool. There's quite a few of us. Quite a few, yeah. So we can get to know you, all the new people, and all yep, the old new people, people as new the names. season goes on. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Thank really you. Really appreciate it. All right, Good so for thanks well. for listening to this special Palace Radio podcast. Don't Woo. forget to join us on September the 13th. Well done. For Bur- Burnley. Burnley. Yep. Well done. Well done. No, well done. Well done, guys. Well done. Well, well, well done. done. Well, well, done. Done. Hey. Hey. we'll have that. We'll have that. Palace Radio brings you all the action from Selhurst Park whenever the Eagles are at home on 1278am and online through Palace Player.